Hey, Patriots, with Bright on Bards FM podcast. So, always good to be here. You know, this world is getting getting crazier by the day, and we know that, and it's intentional because this is literally their game, which is chaos is their goal, so that they can break people's will and ultimately create such a situation that people will want to be given a peace at any cost. And they're doing a pretty good job, to be honest with you. They're, they're, they're doing a good job of creating so much constant chaos that people are literally in the point of time starting to be fatigued, break down, and turn their eyes away from the most important issues that are happening of our day. DC is a, is a, is a clown show, an intentional distraction of the bigger engines that are moving behind the scenes. And I will guarantee you everybody, everybody up there knows what's going to come to keep your eyes away from it, because if you knew what was happening, you might just say no. We're going to talk all about that right after these messages. With so much of the world's current food supply consisting of dirty, contaminated, genetically modified foods that may have been grown using herbicides and pesticides, Increased scrutiny over what you put in your body is of the utmost importance. Even supposedly organic foods found on most grocery store shelves may contain toxic substances, chemicals, and other additives that can be harmful to your health. That's why here at Brighteonstore.com, we subject all our in-house products to extensive lab testing for glyphosate, heavy metals, and microbiology using our state-of-the-art spectrometry equipment to ensure the highest quality of cleanliness and purity. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at brighteonstore.com today. Mike Adams here with an operator, a, a deployment leader on the Texas southern border who's been using these satellite-based bivy sticks for very effective communications. And he's here just give us a few words about how these bivy sticks are operating, how it's helping he and his team members. And remember, these are available through the satellite phone store, sat123.com. It's satellite-based text messaging works when no cell towers work or aren't reachable. We use these to communicate uh, GPS cords to when we are seeing uh, drug runners or, or people carrying stuff. Uh, we've had, you know, bust up to 13,600 pounds worth of marijuana and fentanyl that, that we have been on operations with in conjunction with uh, federal agents and uh, supporting them in their operations. So they are pro-America and uh, pro-humanitarian in uh, helping to keep our country and our community is safe. Everybody, God bless America. Take care. Hey, Patriot, here with Arts FM here on TV. But before we get going, we're going to talk about one of our favorite subjects, which is sleep. And I'm telling you, sleep is important. And the best place to get sleep and is to have a place where you can get all the best sleep products, I should say is uh, my, my pillow. So my pillow has got a ton of fantastic sales going on. They've got an anniversary going on right now. They're Giza cotton sheets. And I think we've got a great video here to just let Mike Lindell tell us the story. So let's see if we can get that to play. It'd be great. My employees and I are excited to announce it's our 20th anniversary. And to celebrate, we're bringing you a limited edition MyPillow. The Giza Elegance MyPillow is made with the most amazing cotton. Two inch pipe gusset comes in four custom loft levels and it's machine washable and dryable. When I got my pillow, 
I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported in line. That's why we've been around for 20 years because my pillow works. Go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, only $19.98. With my 60 day money back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep well, America! I'm telling you, you got to get yourself some MyPillows and use your promo code BARDS, B A R D S. We also have the BARDS landing page over there on my pillow which is mypillow.com forward slash bards and you check it out fantastic sales on all things it's just a great product line and they really are not kidding that when you put your head down on a my pillow it definitely makes a difference so check it out mypillow.com forward slash bards promo code bards you're going to want to get as many of those as you can and remember in this time of awakening there is not a finer gift to give a liberal than to give a pillow that they love and then have to admit that it came from a Christian-run CEO's company called MyPillow. Oh, talk about having to get some nightmares shaken down on that pillow. But what else can you do? Expand the Great Awakening. Get everybody MyPillows. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. All right, Patriots, we've got a lot to cover today. And um, it's a interesting time we have definitely in this country. Chaos is the game. Today, we've got RFK Jr. sitting up on Capitol Hill, which I'm, look, I, I guess what I'll start by saying is I'm really glad he's in the race. Um, I am just assessing things as we go. I want him to be in the race. I think that if we were able to get President Trump and R, RFK Jr. running against each other, we would have one of the most truthful driven campaign periods in, in American history. And I think it would be extremely beneficial for the country. I'm not really going to take sides on who's going to be better in office. I, you know, there's a lot of, there's each, each one of them has their pluses and minuses. And I'm not one that looks at who's the man. I know that people are worried about some of the things RFK has said. Um, and I understand that. And um, at the same time, some people like myself are also not satisfied at all with what President Trump did with the vaccine topic. So, there is uh, there's no perfect candidate. But what I do look at this from a bigger optic is what would bring great truth to the people. Now, here's the problem with all of that. President Trump tweeted out today, or truthed out, or whatever they call it, that um, we're going to be heading into one of the most corrupt election periods in human history, which is correct. We are. And so this is what I say. This is one of the great distractions. Really what's happening right now, and while you know we can talk optimistically about a a 2024 election, for the most part, it's complete garbage because really what's happening right now is just an awakening of people. And that's why these debates and discussions end up being important for those that still walk within the zombie world. For those that are outside awake, I will tell you it's a little bit boring. And, and it's boring because we're hearing things that we knew five years ago, three years ago, and it's now surfacing up as if it's new news. There's a couple of points to that. One is it's moving the average American, which quite frankly still remain deeply buried within the matrix to a point of having to question things. And if there's anything about this time that we are really being forced to do, it's to question. And that's in itself of great value. It is still amazing to me 
how many people don't question and are obedient slaves to the system. And that hasn't changed. Numbers have improved towards the point of those being awakened, but there's still a large percentage of the population that literally walk as a zombie every day. And they're willfully doing it. And they're going to be herded into some pretty dark spaces. And I think that ultimately that's going to lead to a very, to be very honest, I think we're heading into a division point in this country that is there's no turning back from. There's two paths ahead of us right now that are increasingly becoming clear. And one is that path of what we'll call convenience and technology. And that's going to include the CBDC, the uh, iris scans to get on to use the web. It's going to include uh, access to, to UBIs, universal basic incomes. You're going to be put into these new future cities. Trump has said he's going to build 10 of those. We have no proof that they're not going to be 15-minute cities. I think they are. You're going to try to herd everybody into controlled camps of basically that will be fancy prisons is what they'll be. Um, food will be grown in vertical agriculture facilities. Um, you're going to have, and, I, and it's going to be a very large scale issue here. This isn't just something you're going to have to worry about being rounded up. I think you're going to leave people with little choice that are unprepared. You're, you're going to be eating lab grown meat. All of these things that we're witnessing now is part of the next stages of where we're coming, going to, and it's, it's going to get very dark. And, and ironically, I say that without me intending a pun, but I actually just created one because their idea is to dim the sun. And as they dim the sun and pull up the carbon dioxide out of the air, things are not going to grow well. Animals are going to die. They are going to create the tragedy on earth to force the migration into the cities. The question is, are you prepared? And that's, you can't be prepared ever enough, but you have to have survival skills. You have to be coming together in your own community connections. They're not going to have to force people off the land, though I'm sure they're going to try. They're going to be able to just willfully get people to give into it. And the only solution will be is to live in these cities and their idea that they'll give people no option, that they'll be able to migrate them into these large housing facilities. There will be rampant crime. And that's just by virtue of it. People will lock themselves down into the homes willfully and they will be fed with probably drone delivery systems with food that is designed intentionally to keep you dumb and stupid and low on energy. Uh, they'll, you'll have a universal basic income. Everything will be charged off of that account. You'll have very little to no spendable income. There'll be no ability to save. And this is the trap of the digital currency. This is a very dystopian view of our world. There's no question about it. But the fact is that in this dystopian period that we're in, that's the vision they're trying to force people into. And I'm not sure they're not going to succeed, to be honest with you. Uh, these elites already are bunkered up into huge facilities underground. We know that. And equally, we have things like Bill Gates saying that he's going to darken the skies. Now, I want to highlight that because at one level, that could just be propaganda garbage that he's putting out there. But I want to point to chemtrails here for a minute, which are becoming reality. I mean, there's this conspiracy of chemtrails is being proven because of what Bill Gates has admitted, because they want to darken the sun, because they're admitting now that they have been dealing with weather modification for 20, 30 years as part of a program. So the question that we don't ask enough is how do these aircraft fly in the American skies in the open with being able to drop pollutants in an area in a time when we're supposed to be green conscious? How is that possible? And no one says anything. 
And it happens because it's happening at the highest levels of the of our government and higher than that, it's going into the bank and the banking and the, and the corporate sphere that literally runs and controls everything. The myth that we live under is that we live under a, a democracy, which is not, it's a corporatocracy. Our republic has been long dead and yet that's the constitution. So the, the all answers to all things ahead are gonna be centered on the constitution and centered on common law, which we're going to talk a little more about either the end of this half hour or the next half hour. But I, I really want to be clear here that we're heading into a fairly dark time that there, and it's happening. And whether you want to admit it or not, you can believe that there's great truths coming. You can believe in white hats are in control and that sort of idealistic garbage. But the fact of the matter is that we, the people are the only answer. And it's going to come that down to the people that decide to not comply versus the people that will willfully walk in compliance. And it's actually more than we want to admit, but there's probably gonna be at least 60% or 70% of Americans that will willfully comply to the CBDC, that will comply to the iris scans to get on, on board the internet, that will comply to working with virtual reality and the, and the metaverse, that will comply ultimately to migrating to the places they want to, not realizing that everything they're doing they're doing will be increasingly drawing them into the forever trap. With that will come requirements for vaccinations. With that will come become requirements to use certain health providers. With that will come requirements to buy certain types of food that you won't grow your own food. In fact, if you do, you'll be de de demoted or given demerits, these sorts of things. This system's already in place. And I think the naivety is to believe that it's not. And the, the naive foolishness is to believe that somehow, just like child sex trafficking isn't a problem, those that believe that, the, the others want to believe that somehow we're not going to hit this space, it's time to wake up. It's going to get real. It's going to stress the limits of every person out here that does not want to comply. And so it's now more than ever that you need to be working on your community relations, building your networks, building your capacities within what you have and looking ahead. And we don't have a lot of time to waste. The CBDC is going to roll out much faster than we think. The FedNow system is going to be in place, I, I'm hearing, within about a week, if not this week, next week. That's been well tested. They're rolling that out quietly as the back end, and they're replacing the SWIFT system. The problem we have right now is we have too many optimistic and foolish patriots, and I'm going to be blunt. Too many patriots who don't want to, to face the truth, and they want to stick their head in, the, in this pile of roses and think that everything's going to be okay. Part of that, and to be absolutely blunt, is a corruption that is caused by the Q worship teams that are literally believing that Q is be all and end all. And as I've said many times, Q was a military operation. I have no denying that. I could, I've seen the formats of it even when I was working in similar areas when I was working at Fort Meade. But the fact of the matter is that Q was an intentional operation to wake people up, to make them use their mind to question everything. That was the bottom line. What we've ended up with is a movement that's spurred out of that, that wants to believe that there's going to be a hero to sweep in the day and save everything for us. And that's just not gonna happen. I'm sorry, it's just, it's, it's gonna be a reality that either we get our hands dirty on the ground locally and start taking our counties back and working together and being prepared, or we're gonna be swept up in this big, this big great reset, which is gonna leave us with no options. Now, for those that want to step out, and I'll be one of them, I have, I'll take whatever suffering that takes. I'll find my way through. I'll innovate, adapt, overcome, 
and we'll build a network as we're starting, you know, as we've been working on in my local community and across the, the regions that I live in and work in. But if, if you're one of those that is truly trying to believe in a great white hope, the only hope you're going to have is whether you're going to be able to literally exist peacefully or exist within terror in the cities that they're going to place you in. That this is a time you have to understand that they don't need to even to build these cities. My guess is they're not going to right away. And that's part of my, my suspicion with Trump, which I continue to say it, is when he says he's going to build 10 great cities, my guess is that those are going to be the ultimate places of salvation and that they will be done somewhere by 2030. And that will be the 2030 agenda, the final lock and key to destroy humanity. That's the goal. I'm not saying that they're going to succeed, but that will be the goal. So kind of between now and then, the sort of things to look forward to, if you want to say it, look at it that way, are mass replacement strategies in place, increased levels of violence in the cities. Um, you're going to start to see that violence spill out into the rural communities. You're going to see increasing levels of, of weather issues, whether it's heat or whatever, dimming the sun, pulling up more carbon out of the atmosphere. And slowly things are going to start to wither and they're not going to be strong. And they're going to continue to move out in this lab-grown meat, lab-grown food model. What you're going to get in your grocery stores is going to be increasingly controlled by their types of growing so they won't be healthy. And if you aren't set up to buy local, support local, and grow your own, you're going to be in a very bad position. So with that, making sure you have food supplies stored away and the more that you can store away, the better, because this isn't just about you, it's about a community. And getting prepared for something that is going to be rather earth-shaking. There is, you know, in a sense of prophecy, there's people are talking about how in the Bible it talks about at the end of days, the sun will, be, will, will not shine and the moon will be blackened out. The irony of that is if they are actually going to proceed with blocking out the sun, that's exactly the type of world they're going to create. So... To what level can people prepare? And that's, you have to prepare as much as you can, but most importantly, you have to build a community and you have to build the skills and build the knowledge libraries in paper, not digital, to survive on. And that means acquiring the, the infrastructure that you need to be able to sustain. That's primitive tools as much as you can. You know, and I've, I've talked to many of these pieces before, but I think it's important just to highlight some of that today. I mean, when you're talking about like woodworking and, and I have acquired all the tools that I have had in the past when I used to timber frame, none of them power tools, all of them hand tools. That's a necessity. You better know how to hunt with a bow. And if you can, you better have the equipment to refletch your arrows and even make your arrows. That would be smart. Um, you need to you need to be looking at a lifestyle that's more much more Amish in framework than modern in framework. Because they're going to create a, an impossible line. And it's not that we have to live in dark ages. Quite honestly, I think you prosper more there anyway in the, in the world I'm talking about. But it's, it's a line that they are preparing to draw where if you want access to the world that they are building, you are going to have to give up things substantially. And unfortunately, most people will see that as, no, as a, not even a question. They'll have no problem giving up personal freedoms for certain promises of convenience. And the problem with that is that there's no guarantees. Our, our freedoms are given to us by our creator, hence God. And in doing so, that establishes a relationship that the only way that we can lose them is if we voluntarily give them up. 
And that's all they're doing. They're shaping a world that's completely chaotic. It's difficult. It's going to be challenging. They expect people will not want to go through that challenge, which to a large degree, they're right. And they know that the people will ultimately, especially since they've proven it, they will comply to what is easiest to them. All they have to do is create a few more fear things and people will walk lockstep into this dystopian hell that they're building. And they're going to polish that turd to make it look wonderful. They're going to talk to you about new opportunities, about free money, about inspired ways of being, about innovation, that you can do whatever you want, but you're going to be living in environments that they ultimately will control. And as they control those environments, you will have no rights. And if you think I'm, you know, if you think that I'm exaggerating a little bit, let, let me just point to something that's already in place that I think sums this up on a daily basis that we don't look like, that we don't look at. And that's homeowners associations. Now, if you're not familiar with how HOAs work, you buy a house, you, you get a mortgage on it, and then in addition to your mortgage, you have to pay a monthly fee for a homeowners association. And that's going to do a couple of things. One, it will provide you with some sort of minimal services like, you know, come through and brush off the front of your sidewalk, maybe. Um, it'll give you maybe trash pickup or guarantee you of, of street maintenance or something ridiculous like that. But it goes further because now it will dictate to you how you can use your property. And some people like this. And this is just the problem is people have come to the idea that these organizations can provide our ultimate security for us and comfort for their, for their convenience. And so what tends to happen, especially if you get into condominium associations, is there's a group of people that will seize control of that HOA council and they will ramrod through and enforce, uh, enforce rules that don't make any sense, but everybody's bound to them, even though your mortgage is supposed to be buying that property for yourself. And that can be limited in, that isn't just limited to say condos, it can be whole communities that are, look like you know, suburbia. And once those rules are in place, they can forbid a lot of things, which they do. Most HOAs don't allow you to grow a garden. And if they do, it's highly restrictive. Most HOAs will dictate to how your property front and back has to be. They tell you what type of plants you have to grow. They tell you what the, how the, the rules are of how you can behave, what time you have to, you have to do things, how you utilize your, your space. These are going to be highly restrictive and imprisoning environments the farther we get into this challenge of our economy, but they're already in place. So if someone is thinking, for example, that, well, this can never happen in America, they're not going to round me up off my property. Okay, I get that. It may look that way. But when you have someone like Blackstone, like an organization like Blackstone sweeping up properties in mass right now, and they're, they're putting this under their control, do not think for a second that there's not HOAs going in place because that's exactly what they're doing. They're buying out whole communities, one, one place at a time, they're, and the way they're doing it is they'll go in and they'll run the price up on it. They'll buy a top dollar on a couple of houses. They lift up the rest of the house prices on the market. They'll end up backing the, financing the sale on a number of those. And then what they'll end up doing is bottoming that market out so that people go upside down in their mortgage and then they buy them up again. So, I mean, this is, this is a game that they've been doing in Southern California. It's what they did in 2007, 2008. That's what they're doing in mass across the country. And every time they do that, then they grab communities and then they start putting them under HOAs. And then they often turn them into rentals rather than for sale. But even if you buy it, you're still a renter at the end of the day. You're actually not buying a house. You're buying a house, you're renting a house through a mortgage, and then you're paying an additional fee to live there 
under the rules that they give you. So the, they've got the infrastructure in place right now, if you aren't aware of this, to be able to start controlling people's lives rather radically. And these things are part of a bigger vision and a march towards 2030 where people will have no rights. Now, is that going to be everybody? My answer is no, but it's going to depend a lot on the positions and knowledge that you gain between now and say 2027, which is another critical year, and then there between 2027 and 2030. And it's going to require an enormous amount of study, enormous amount of research, an enormous amount of standing to against the dark evil. And in the end, we can take this back. But the truth is that there was a reason they called the re reference three percenters because it was only three percent of the people that were actually in the fight against the British. And sadly, we'll probably see a lot of that again until the weak start to stand up with the strong and then the super weak start to stand up with the others. So it's a point of transition that we're in right now. It's a difficult one. It's one to get very real about the sorts of way you run your life if you aren't already doing that. And getting your head set into the fact that we're heading into some tough times and it's not going to be easy, but we'll get through it, especially with God. We'll be right back after these messages. If you don't want to eat GMOs and pesticides in your storable food, choose organic lab-tested storable food solutions from the Health Ranger store. We are the only emergency food manufacturer in the world that subjects each of our ingredients to rigorous laboratory testing that covers herbicides, heavy metals, aflatoxins, identity testing, and bacteria tests, including E. coli, salmonella, yeast, and mold. At healthrangerstore.com, you'll find certified organic lab-tested freeze-dried fruits, microalgae superfoods, protein powders, and supplements. We offer emergency first aid colloidal silver products made with Texas rainwater, and our Ranger buckets feature an impressive assortment of organic storable food items professionally vacuum sealed in heavy-duty bags that are stacked in rugged buckets for long-term storage. Check out our preparedness foods, supplements, personal care, and emergency first aid products at healthrangerstore.com. In recent years, the world has only become increasingly more chaotic and uncertain. Disruptions to the supply chain have resulted in global food shortages, making it difficult for us to access the very resources we need to live in a functioning society. That's why it is now more important than ever to be prepared for the unexpected. Here at Brighteon and BrighteonStore.com, we've made it our mission to help you and your loved ones be prepared for any emergency which is why we are dedicated to bringing you a wide selection of ultra-clean and lab-verified superfoods, supplements, preparedness items, and other health products. So support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at brighteonstore.com today. Hey, Patriots, here on Brighteon TV with Bards FM Podcast. And um, before we get going further, there's always one thing that we have to be aware of, that we are dealing literally with psychopaths that are running this world. And besides the fact are pedophiles, most of them, all of them probably, but psychopaths have a tendency of wanting to do psychopathic things. And one of those things is to consider wiping out people's ability to function with their electronics and with your, uh, their actual way of operating in the current state of things. 
that would mean EMPs. So EMPShield.com is where I'm going to direct you. EMPShield.com is uh, the location of what I honestly will say are the best insurance you can get for your vehicles, your ATVs, your your RVs, your solar panels, your uh, well, even your radio, your ham radio stations. I mean, it's just pretty amazing, and your whole house systems, for that matter. And what it is is it, it's a EMP shield developed that was tested in the best of labs. It's an American-made product, and it's it's designed to protect against EMP level one, two, and three. In addition to that, lightning strikes with up to a twenty-five thousand dollar insurance policy, and solar flares up to two hundred and twenty-eight thousand amps. So. Really a fantastic product. The site is amazing if you head on over to it, empshield.com. They have all their testing available for your review, and it has been tested to the highest standards, DOD standards, and it is also, you have the all the installation guides, which are very easy. I've put one on the ATV. I've got one on my Jeep. We have it on the house. Uh, my dad has it on his vehicles. We're adding another one to, to our other property. They are really an insurance policy, if you will, at an affordable price. So if you use your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S, and you use that as your promo code, you're going to get $50 off and free shipping per unit. In addition to that, right now, site-wide, they have 10% off site-wide in what they call the Freedom Sale. And that's just a continuation from 4th of July, but it's a fantastic time to buy these products and get them in your house at a very affordable cost. It is a well, it's well worth every dime that you spend on them. And it's like one of these things that people say, well, is there going to be an EMP happen? I have no idea. I hope not, but I'll tell you what, if it does happen, I'm going to be the guy driving down in my Jeep, waving at everybody that's pulled off to the side of the road because their electronics are fried. So be one of those. Don't be the guy that gets caught short. And that's really the big thing. EMPShield.com, EMPShield.com. It is one of the great pieces of insurance you can get in this time. Use your promo code BARDS. Again, $50 off in free shipping. And remember, when you're dealing with psychopaths, you have no idea what they're going to do, but this is definitely on the docket of their wish list. So let's not let them take advantage of us and, and take the take the terrain back, so to speak. When I talked a few weeks ago about Operation Vineyard, which was a commission put on my heart by God, this is all the whole idea was at a county level to build out a capacity that we'll be able to start rescuing, healing, and restoring the children. And that's a, it's a multi-tiered effort that we have put in process and it is beginning. So with that, there, there's a lot of big questions to do something like that that we have to ask, answer. Obviously, what is that framework going to look like? Well, one of the things it's going to look like is decentralization. And that's what's going to keep it resilient. Because if you centralize a model, you're going to be vulnerable to attack. Decentralized is going to be the critical part of this and how, and then of course people ask about funding and I'm going to say that that's not something we should be focused on right now, but instead focusing on the fundamentals of what's going to make this engine run. And those look like this. So in, in the basic model of, of Operation Vineyard at a county level, you have to have, you have to develop safe places for kids that can be there to be educated, to be healed, rescued and restored. I mean, those are, there's your principal issues there and everything all the, around this. So I say this, this is built around a scriptural format, a biblical worldview and a, and a foundation in faith and in our love in Jesus. That, that's fundamental. doesn't go anywhere. This operation is going to require though, a number of skills to make this thing work. 
because the two other parts of that pyramid are going to be the idea of a communication cell, if you will. It will be able to tell the stories of what's going on in the county and when we find these dirt bags to expose them. You also need a, an intelligence cell, which is going to be a combination of just solid research to build out what we'll call the human terrain and the political terrain of the, of the environment to understand who's who in our, in our county and our, and our cities. And especially when we deal with big influencers and, and politicians and people in county seats that are not elected, but appointed. And we also have to start looking at about how industry works and how the money flows. Those are important things. That's, those are big projects in themselves. And it takes great research skills. But we also have the ability to start setting up traps or pedos. Now, there's a group in Colorado, I think they're called Colorado Pedo Project or Pedo Hunters. I'm not sure which. And, and honestly, I, I, I should know but I, because I just played their piece before. But anyway, what they do is they set up honey traps online, posing as underage children, setting up to draw pedos in and then set up actual meets. These guys do great work. They, um, they catalog every single exchange on the tweets and texts or however the text exchange and whatever format they're using. And then what they do is they keep it in, they put together a binder of this before the meet. And you've probably seen some of these guys work because they, and they videotape the whole engagement. And then as they videotape it, they've already set up, they introduce who they are. They open up their binder. They start asking questions to the person saying, you know, I have all your, I have all your texts. And as they're doing that, the police arrive every time to arrest the person. That's the type of level of work we're talking about in Operation Vineyard. And I don't know exactly what form it's going to take, but I'm leading on to all this to understand that this is principally, we ha still have to have an umbrella legally to operate under, and that's going to be common law. So if you have not listened to last night's episode of Bards FM, which is with Jaron Jackson, then please do because he is the common, he's one of the best common law experts I have ever come across. And he's going to be working hand in hand with us in Bards Nation and in Operation Vineyard. Why I'm laying all this out is we're at a point right now where people often ask, what can I do? Because this engine we're dealing with when we talk about the coming challenge ahead is all based on a, on a specific framework of a law, essentially maritime law, that is work keeping us bound within a system and holding us hostage to where we don't have it a way out. So we keep going through the court systems looking to solve it on their rules not, and having to come to the realization that their rules are so rigged that we're never going to get anywhere. Well, that's, a, that's like, of course, of course it's that way. And that's as it's intended. But we have to get bigger than this. And we have to go beyond this to start understanding that if we're going to be successful, we have to start being the sovereigns of this world and quit being the subjects of enslavement. And this is where common law comes in in a big way. And Jaron is one of these, is so tied in, he's bridged the scriptural and the, and the common law so closely that it all starts to empower literally God's kingdom here on earth. And it's very, very important to, to follow this. So as, as when we're looking at things to do right now, or how do we react? You're wasting your time in politics. You're wasting your time being obsessed about the garbage that goes on up in DC, these stupid hearings that go on endlessly that produce no results. If you're getting frustrated and you're getting upset, you're being suckered into their game because that's chaos. 
and their, their, their brand is chaos. And what they want in chaos is to get you so frustrated that ultimately you throw up your hands, you give up, and then you will accept peace at any cost based on their terms. And I, and I really have to be clear here that they are not going to be able to force people to do this next shift. They know this. There's too many of us and too few of them. What they know, though, is if they can wear people down enough, then there won't be a problem because people will willfully comply and by their free will step into these places where they lose all their rights and authority. And they will be secured forever. Because once you get into these places, between the drugs you're going to have to take, between the, the, the systems you're going to live under, the layers of security that you'll have to be living under in these 15-minute cities, all of this nonsense, you're going to be living in a world where you have willfully walked into having yourself chained to the system. And for many people, I constantly hear this. It's like, well, well, how do we do without money? How do we do without, uh, without our Social Security? How do we do? I I'm going to tell you. If this is about where a community comes in and starting to take position, but you, if you've accepted those as your path forward, you've accepted enslavement. It's pure and simple. And that doesn't set well with some people because they're like, yeah, but I can't survive with that. Well, that's where you have to shift because God provides all things, but this is a moment in time where you're going to have to make some big decisions and trust in, in our Father to be able to provide as those doorways open for us to walk a much greater and bigger path. So as we, as we move forward here, getting yourself rock solid in faith and a relationship with Jesus is going to be, it's not really just an issue of should I for the sake of eternity. You're not going to survive this next pace if you do, if you don't. Okay, if you are not going to get tight with Jesus and, are, and seek the face of the living God and have a personal and intimate relationship with him, I'm going to be blunt. You will not survive what's coming because the chaos is increasing exponentially. With that, as people wear down, you're ex we're exposed to an unbelievable demonic attack. And this demonic attack is coming at levels like a parasite attack. It's, it's wearing everybody down if you're not strong in faith. And everybody, even as strong in faith, feels it. And so it's constantly having to get ourselves strong again back on the rock of faith and keep marching forward. But this is going to require everything in, in the arsenal that we have, not only to get forward, but to reclaim our authorities here on earth. And so some of those fundamentals, again, you need to become a student of common law. I have talked about state nationals loosely because I've not really been sold on it. I've talked about land patents, not totally sold on it. All these things are within their system. But this is something that is not in their system. This is as our, our and I, I say those things because I introduce them as discussion topics, as I've researched myself, and as where I've led, been led to, and I see why all that apprehension was there from the beginning of getting behind any of those. Because every one of them was still within their system. We had to go to, we have to go to a place where we are within the kingdom and within God's system. And that's common law. So, just to highlight this very quickly, we're going to be doing a common law training program on the 30th of July, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, which would be 5 p.m. East, 2 p.m. Pacific, excuse me, which would be 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. And we're going to have that sign up set up sometime early next week where people can start signing up for that. It's going to be a donation only event. 
It will be donation. I'm going to ask people to do give donations because Jaron Jackson is giving an enormous amount of time for this. And I just, I feel very strongly that we need to support him with a blessing. So as your heart calls, but it's important to do. And as we move forward with this, we're going to continue with those classes down to county or down to state levels so that people can become educated. And it's going to require people to get smart and do the studies themselves. It's not just a one-off thing. You're going to have to do coursework and you're going to have to study and you have to be good at it. But this is how we empower ourselves. And you're going to have to read scripture more. And you're going to have to understand the relationship between common law and scripture. So in the two sides there, this really becomes a massive study in itself. And with that, then people say like, okay, well, what can I do in this time? Well, here's the basics of what's going to create any movement that's going to make change in this world. Becoming extremely well-versed in understanding and how common law works so that you can use it in your life and start using it in your life. Two, become absolutely grounded in constantly reading and understanding scripture, but also how it relates to common law to give you the authorities and powers. And with scripture, understand that we have been given authorities, authorities that include dominion over all evil and include things like spreading the word of, uh, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, healing the sick, casting out demons and raising the dead. Those are kind of your basic short list that we have to become very proficient in as we move forward, because this is a war that is both spiritual primarily and physical in its manifestation. And we're going to have to be able to do this. So, you know, this is the path that I walk. And so when I talk about things like Operation Vineyard, those are the core elements that all of us are accountable for. The things like storing food, things like stacking ammo, the things like learning to be a ham radio operator, excellent, excellent additional skill sets to have. Learning to weld, learning to do woodworking, learning how to repair your car, right? Learning how to grow food. Those are all, those just should be fundamentals. They're not even a question of that. But when we get into that next level of operations, this is the next skill set. So basically everybody that's following this is going through the seven pillars of county by county, which just to recap those, those are home churches, setting up a home church or knowing how to and being active in that, doing uh, homeschooling. So if you are not doing homeschooling, being able to be in a position to help others homeschool so we can get our kids out of these indoctrination programs. You need to have Patriot Gardens, which means you're growing your food and as much as possible, you're growing, you're becoming proficient in a wet method of growing food that's local to your environment, right? So if that means you're in an apartment, you're becoming proficient in, say, growing on balconies and growing sprouts, as an example. And you're building up the stocks to be able to continue to do that. Or you're maybe you're going to a community garden. You've worked out some deal like that if you're in a condo or you're in, a, in, a, in an apartment. If you have a house with a toxic lawn, you're tearing that up, you're putting in a garden, you're putting in an edible lawn and you're going in the backyard and you're getting that and you're putting in a garden and getting rid of these suburban nonsense things that we do to try to make life easier and convenient. You know, I have a great neighbor, but he said the other day, his comment was, it seems like, and he's an ornamentalist, he likes to grow ornamental stuff, he has a small little vegetable garden. He's like, everything you grow in your backyard, it's like you grow it to eat, it's like, yes, Everything back there is a functional and it's getting more so. So in about an eighth of an acre, we grow all the green vegetables that we need and all the fresh vegetables that we need and most of the fruits in fact, because we have figs, pears, apples, plums, blueberries, and strawberries all in the backyard. When we do all this, we are literally growing enough food for the year 
in our six months and we're going to be growing pretty much year around now with a new greenhouse that we put in. And then that next level is, you know, bring in chickens so you have protein and potentially bring in something like rabbits so you have another source of protein. So all of this can be done very quickly as we're developing the urban homestead with water, rainwater capture and less dependency on city water, et cetera. These are all going to be important issues going forward. On the other project we have going on, the other 80 acres we have, and that's where we can do the cattle. That's where we're, we're setting up bees. We're setting up a bigger infrastructure for, for training and for sustaining. And all these things are in process. And the way I see it right now is we have till about 2027. And where that number comes from is the Pentagon's new safe net that they're building, that they're building out to roll out so that everybody's going to need an iris scan to get on the web. So we've got to be thinking in terms of these dates because they're not throwing them out by accident. And it isn't just going to be an easy walk in the park to say everything's going to be okay. But if we're working within the structures of common law and we're working within the structures of what our singular focus should be as far as outside of our own seven pillars, so outside of the Patriot Guards, I need to finish that, right work, so you're building a, your business on skills and gifts and talents you have. Your health and wellness is built on the things you grow, the fitness, the way you eat, and understanding herbal medicine, and building out some trauma care skills within yourself and your community. And then you have informed action, which literally in includes many things like building up a paper resource library so that you have actual books to return, refer to, that you are doing, uh, building out these sort of knowledge of what's going on in your community and, and constantly, and, and, and can even include and should include communication. So that would mean skills that you're developing in informed action, skills such as you know welding, woodworking, and additionally things like radio communications like ham, radio. And then you have conservation and stewardship, which is maximizing what we can do. That would include things like seed saving, recycling with what we have, being, being less dependent on anything commercial, and being stewarding the environments in such a way that they are going to be prosperous and continue to grow. So that that's in simple terms your seven pillars. And then when we overlay that with that next level where we're going into an operation vineyard, the seven, the county by county model of seven pillars becomes our foundation. And then this next level of skills that we're pushing into, which includes things like, you know, like I've already said, common law, really becoming solid in common law and using it in your life, being grounded in your fundamentals of knowing how to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and confident in doing that, that would you doing things like, uh, he, you know, pray for prayer healing and understanding healing, spiritual healing, and disciplining yourself to be involved in it all the time, um, casting out demons, which is deliverance work, and even so far as raising the dead. Those are things you just have to pray into and work with and become good at, because those are your fundamental tools. And then understanding how to be a good researcher and understanding how to do deep dive investigative work to understand how to pull these things away. And then starting to build the community so that the three primary pillars of safe houses, communication, and intelligence can start to come together in a, in a local model. What this is doing in the end is it's flipping the script on them. And instead of us becoming subject to their whims, we are now surveilling in a surveillance state. We're now surveilling the surveillance state. We're using our communication network to share the stories that we need to. And we're ensuring that the children have a place to be protected and away from their grip. And all of that's umbrellaed under common law. But that whole architecture from the county by county to the 
Operation Vineyard is the foundation of us taking this country back and doing so literally with great victory, but not being trapped into their railroad that they're trying to put us in to these 15 mini cities and total imprisonment. So the war is ahead of us and it's big. So keep your head in the game. Let's pray. Father God, we just want to thank you for this time that we're here and every day that we have an opportunity to gather. We just thank you for the blessings of wisdom that you continue to pour upon us and ask that the hearts be inspired to see clearly the path ahead, to hear the commission that you have for each one, to step into that boldly and fearlessly, and to walk in a time right now where we don't waste steps or breath, but discipline ourselves to use every moment and every waking breath to serve the kingdom and to prepare ourselves for what is to come. We thank you for all you provide, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So it's really important right now that we stay focused and stay disciplined to what's ahead. The, it looks dark and it probably will get very dark, both physically and metaphorically. But the fact of the matter is that our mission is here. We were put here in this time and this place for right now, and that's what we have to focus on. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. God is with us, he'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you next week, right here, same time, same place. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, and out for now.